The following episode contains adult content and violence. Listener discretion is advised. Legacy, a Star Wars audio drama. Created and produced by Crystal Storm. Episode 4. Chapter 9. An Unintended Promotion. I could give a damn what the Empire and the Republic do to each other, but the destruction of an entire planet for no purpose other than rage is unacceptable. I agree. Zeron and her Padawan have gone to try and stop him. I was standing in front of the hollow terminal on my interceptor. Elijah's form was in the center. Quinn stood behind me. Darth Angrel had lost his mind. After losing his son to Zarin's lightsaber, he was on a quest to end the treaty and blow up an entire Republic planet. Aside from him destroying the planet, the last thing I wanted was an end to the treaty. I needed to use this time to build up my forces while the Empire and the Republic continued taking shots at each other. Darth Angrel had tried to have me killed, so he was already on my radar. Now he'd become more than just a nuisance, but a liability. Worse a threat to my sister. I've got the coordinates. I'll take care of it. May the force be with you. Good hunting, Elijah. Any objections with my killing your old master? Correction, my lord. He was not my master. He was a man I owed a debt to. I asked you a question. No disrespect intended, my lord. I thought I answered it. More clearly, my loyalty is to you. I felt a tightening in my chest. Any reminder of my emotion for him only heightened my anger. I smirked and headed towards the cockpit. We now put that to the test. Zarin's arrival on board Angrel's ship made it easy for me to sneak on. As I maneuvered the corridors, I heard footsteps and hid myself and Quinn inside the force. Zarin and her Padawan strode past us and right for the bridge where Angrel waited. When she was gone... I uncloaked and looked at Quinn. Secure the engine room. If you fail me or betray me again, I will kill you. Never again will I give you cause to doubt me. <sighs> for once I hated my sensitivity. I could feel his emotion for me, the sincerity of it. I no longer trusted it, though. I'd not once sensed his deception. You will never again get the chance. Now go. I recloaked myself in the force and headed for the bridge. The first thing I saw was Kira, Zarin's Padawan, on the floor. My heart jerked in my chest, my fear rising as I frantically searched for my sister and Angrel. I found them in front of the viewport just as Angrel struck the lightsaber from Zarin's grasp, then used the force to knock her into a wall. When she hit the ground, she didn't get back up. Never had my fury been so fierce. I used the force and leaped across the room, landing in front of my sister, catching Angrel's blade under my own before he could complete the strike that would have killed her. Genuine surprise registered on Angrel's face, and I quickly backhanded him, the strength of my strike splitting open the skin on his cheek. He stumbled backwards, a sound of fury ripping out of him. I surged forward, and just as I was about to run him through, he brought up his lightsaber. I was pleased our fight wouldn't end so quickly. It was during battle that I most enjoyed being a Sith. As our lightsabers hissed and struck, I remembered our first spar four years ago, and those six days I spent at the Academy on Korriban as Angrel played a deadly game with my life, just to see if I was worthy. 
I added another log to the flames of my anger when I recalled the pain of Quinn's betrayal, Angle's orders. All those dark emotions wove themselves into the rage I felt, knowing Zarin was unconscious on the floor behind me, and it built into such a frenzy, my hate became stronger than his own. For a brief moment as our lightsabers continued to viciously collide, I wondered why that was. He was a father who had lost a son. The mere thought of losing my children to the ridiculous machinations of war dragged me to the edge of a darkness I knew I would never come back from. Why was Angle's hatred not greater? I probed at him with the Force, examining the raw emotions he projected as we battled over his bridge. I began to realize he'd never allowed himself to really love his son. His anger at the loss had more to do with pride than attachment. The heart of Angril's fury was in the knowledge that the Jedi had taken away something he considered his. He taught me everything I needed to know. He was no longer worthy of anything else. He held out his hand to shoot the force into me, but I caught it. I watched his brow crease, his face twist, the sweat bead on his forehead when he realized I wasn't going to budge. I gave a hard push and my power overwhelmed him. He screamed in fury as he went flying back into the wall. I heard the crack of bone and saw the blood burst from his lips as he collapsed. I stared down at Angril. I wanted to kill him, but... I could use him to submit my power if I chose another path instead. You're a true Sith now. What are you waiting for? Do it. My lips tilted into a cruel smile. I sheathed my blades and kicked him in the face. He fell to his hands and knees. I walked around him, circling him like a hunter. I stopped at his side and kicked him again, once, twice. I heard the crack of his ribs before he cried out in pain. I squatted down next to him, my lips at his ear. Every second you live is a gift from me, fallen one. I felt the surge of his anger at my mockery. I shot my hand out, used his own hatred to give strength to my force power and sent him spiraling across the room. His temple struck one of the consoles. He was out, but he would live. For now. I took a brief moment to revel in his demise before I whirled. Zarin. My fury vanished as I rushed over to my sister. Her pulse was faint, but she was alive. My jaw tensed as I looked down at her face. One day, I'd make her understand why I made this choice. One day... I'd find a way to atone for what I'd done to Kazrin. I pulled out my hollow communicator, and Elijah's form appeared moments later. What's happened? I need you on Darth Angrel's ship. Zarin's badly hurt, and so is her Padawan. I'm on my way. I closed the connection. Gently, I touched Zarin's forehead. I love you, sister. I snapped my cowl up, whirled around, and hauled Angrel over my shoulders. I brought Angrel before the Dark Council and killed him. I met Lord Scourge, the Emperor's Wrath, on the same day. Chapter 10 
cementing a lie. Two years later, the Cold War drained on me much more than the actual war had. War was a terrible thing. There was no mistaking that. But we had fought a worthy cause. And though apart, my family was still together. Perhaps I was wrong to think that. Every time I recalled Larissa's words the day she'd left, I realized that I'd begun losing them, losing her, long before that terrible day. My heart still constricted every time I thought of the last moment I had seen her. To say I had handled it badly was an understatement. I knew better than to dwell on what ifs, but I couldn't help but wonder if I'd embraced my sister instead of striking her, perhaps she'd still be here. Instead, it had been five years since I'd seen her. I still saw Reed on occasion, though our relationship was strained at best. The last time Reed and I had said more than two words to each other had been the day Larissa had left. You gotta let her go, Zarin. Reed, if you know where she's gone, you must tell me. Zarin... She's a danger to herself. She's the most self-aware out of all of us. She knows what she's doing. She's been tainted by the dark side. You knew she killed Kazrin. Reed, why wouldn't you tell me? Because you would have turned your back on her and she needed you. I was going to help her. You were going to turn her over to the Jedi Council. To help her! That isn't the same thing and you know it. They can't help her. Who can? She'll be back. Will she? That was my fear. That Larissa wouldn't come back. Or worse, that the dark side had claimed her. Both those fears were realized on the most unlikely of missions. I was sent to Quesh to find the apprentice of Master Braga. When I'd tracked him down, the situation was dire. Sajar was a Sith turned to the light side. During a recent battle, he'd fallen back on his Sith ways and killed several unarmed prisoners. That was why he'd gone off the grid, but the Imperials that originally attacked recognized him and escaped. But not before they warned him the Emperor's wrath was coming. Sajar didn't know who the Emperor's wrath was, only that the few who had seen him had been killed. I had no intention of dying or allowing Sajar to be killed. I gave orders to the base sergeant to get the ray shield back online. I led the small squad of troopers to the front of the complex. Minutes later, the Imperials came. Skirmishes such as these had become a common occurrence over the course of the Cold War. Peace was a tenuous thread we all desperately tried to hold on to. The troopers, most of them veterans of the war, did admirably, and we were able to hold off the Imperial attack long enough for the ray shields to return. The Imperials wouldn't be able to get past it. I was conferring with the sergeant when a trooper informed us of movement outside the shield. I will never forget how I felt, standing on the other side of the barrier, watching the black and red robed figure walking up. Never 
forget how my heart had stopped when that hooded figure had raised its head to reveal my own sister. At first, I hadn't recognized Larissa. All I'd seen was a cybernetic eye and the faint trace of the dark side and the tinge of the Darth's skin. Then she'd spoken, and I felt like I'd been punched in the gut. Hello, Zarin. Larissa? I am Darth Virez, and the Emperor's Wrath now. And you have something he wants. Shock struck me briefly speechless. Darth Virez. I knew that name. Nausea rolled through me. I knew that name because Darth Virez had cemented a reputation among the Jedi for being a merciless killer. We'd lost many small battles and fellow Jedi in this Cold War to her. My own sister. My little sister. That careless, happy, loyal child I'd so loved. More than Kazrin. More than any of them. Even after she told me what she'd done, I hoped. Meditated. Tried to use the Force to reach out to her every day. I convinced myself that she simply needed time. That any day she'd come back and let the Jedi help her. It had been a fool's dream. Larissa had gone to the dark side. Not just a Sith. The Emperor's wrath. Anger. Hurt. It all flooded me so hotly. I forced myself to remember my teachings and vehemently squashed my raging emotions. You won't get in here. And tell your emperor whatever his plan, he will not succeed. Larissa had smiled, a cold and calculating expression that made me physically ill. I will pass the message until we meet again. I was standing aboard my interceptor in front of the hollow terminal. I had my own flagship, but General Pierce and my apprentice, Jason, stayed aboard it with those who served under my command. I preferred the privacy and comfort of my smaller ship. Quinn and Vet, a Twi'lek that I'd rescued from a cage inside the Sith Academy years ago, and someone I trusted nearly as much as my own family, stood behind me. I'd just left Quesh's atmosphere. Elijah's image was on the hollow. Did the lead on the next of the Emperor's children prove useful? Very. I'm on my way to Voss. If you can't free them of the Emperor's control, kill them. Every severed connection makes him a little weaker. Soon he'll be forced to seek power elsewhere, and he only knows one way. I will find them. How's Reed? Darmus Pollen betrayed her. A foolish move on his part. Indeed. Does she need- Not yet. I imagine soon enough. Lencora won the Great Hunt? I heard. My sources in Imperial Intelligence tell me Veltana has gone undercover. Sith drama, but it will challenge her skills. That may lead to something more. Vansita? Cleaning up Darth Barriss's mess. He'll learn much from that old fool, though. Oh, all is as it should be, then. Zarin saw me today. <sighs> it was inevitable. That hadn't made it hurt any less. I'd felt her emotions, her rage, her disgust at seeing what I was. Though I couldn't necessarily fault her.
not after everything I'd done during the Cold War. But she still assumed the worst and believed what most Jedis did, that Sith and the dark side were evil and to be destroyed. The terminal beeped. I had another call. I've got to go. Good hunting, Elijah. May the Force be with you. I switched channels, and Lord Scourge appeared. The day I'd killed Darth Angrel and earned a place on the Dark Council, Lord Scourge, the Emperor's first wrath, had given me new purpose. One far more dangerous and challenging than the one I'd planned for myself. One that could finally atone for the debt I needed to pay. The day I'd met Scourge, he'd said to me that our quarrel with the Jedi was an inevitable, never-ending conflict. But the war was another thing entirely. It was born of the machinations of insanity. Nothing more. He told me of his vision, his mission, and the part he'd foreseen Zarin and I playing in it. There was much truth in his words, especially about the insanity of the Emperor. Scourge had taken me to meet the Emperor that day. I don't know what the Emperor had seen in me, but he'd granted me the title of his wrath alongside Scourge. The position and the power that had come with it had served me well. I used the time to strengthen myself, and being so close to the Emperor had given me needed information that I fed to Elijah. Elijah had been tasked by the Jedi Council with hunting down the Emperor's children, unknowing pawns the Emperor had sprinkled throughout the Republic and the Empire that did his bidding and helped him keep his power. But each child Elijah killed made the Emperor a little weaker. Soon, Scourge's vision would be realized. But Scourge's call was not good news. He told me that the Jedi had planned an assault on the Emperor's fortress, which was a foolish move. The Emperor was still too powerful. They would lose. Complicating matters was the fact that Zarin was leading the charge on this mission. I would not allow my sister to be made one of the Emperor's mind-controlled minions. So, however foolish, this move by the Jedi presented me with a needed opportunity. It was time for my tenure as the Emperor's Second Wrath to come to an end. Scourge and I came up with a plan, and I ordered my ship to set course for Droman Kos. He could kill you if you fail him. Unnecessary risk. I walked towards my quarters. Larissa. My steps halted, my back stiffening. I didn't turn around. You will address me as my station dictates, Captain. Apologies, my lord. Permission to speak freely? Denied. I love you. My steps faltered, and I cursed myself for it. It wasn't just his blasted words. I could feel it. I usually could. It was my own quiet torment, but it suddenly rolled off him. He was worried about me. Fearful the Emperor would kill me for letting a Jedi escape. I set my jaw. Inform me the moment we arrive. Yes, my lord. I closed the door, pressed my back against it, and sighed deeply. I didn't share his concerns, though. Quinn was right. The Emperor might kill me. At the very least, I was setting myself up for a great deal of pain. It, it didn't matter, though. I would have gladly died for Zarin. Elijah and Reed would take care of the children if things didn't go as planned. And if that were to happen, my only regret would be that my sister might never know the truth of who I was.
I stood next to Scourge in the throne room of the Emperor's secret fortress that sat high above Drummond Kass. We merely waited alongside the maniac as Zarin and three other Jedi Masters fought their way into the Emperor's throne room and challenged him. It wasn't even a fight. That's how quickly he struck them down. In those moments, the dark side had been a welcome ally because my rage watching the Emperor overpower my sister was so powerful, it took every ounce of control I had not to jump into a senseless battle that would have only gotten me killed. How ironic. My thought process in those moments as I recalled why Kazrin died. At any rate, the Emperor could not sense the cause of my rage, only that I had it. He assumed it was directed towards the Jedi. I had no interest in correcting him. Not yet. Darth Virus. Yes, Master. Prove yourself worthy of all I have given you. See to the Guardian's submission personally. With pleasure. When Zarin came to, I had her strapped to a table. Across from her was a member of her crew, a doctor. When I'd boarded her ship and rounded up her crew, he had expressed the most emotion at her whereabouts. It made me suspect there was something between them, which amused me faintly. Had my sister broken her obedience to the Jedi Code for love? If she had, unfortunately I would be able to use it. I stood next to the doctor, stroking his hair menacingly. Zarin focused on me the moment she woke. I could feel her Miraluka gaze boring into me. I could also feel the pain of betrayal radiating off of her. Her anger, too. Heightened now, more so than what I'd felt the day we'd met on Quesh. She did feel something for this doctor. Perfect. Release me and surrender. I said nothing. Instead, I took a step away from Doc, giving myself enough room to allow the back of my fist to crack viciously across his cheek. I regretted having to hurt him, more so that I had to let Zarin believe I would purposely hurt her as I was doing so now. Your quarrel is with me. Let him go, Darth Virez. You care about this man. Master Jedi, tis tisk. I walked next to my sister, but kept my gaze on the doctor. Holding out my hand, I used the force, wrapping it around his neck and began choking him. I should cure you of your attachment. Stop this. I have orders to kill every member of your crew, dear sister. But this is the only one I'll make you watch. She was near her breaking point. Good, I thought, silently urging her on. I projected my own emotions, heightening hers. The binds on her chair were not that tight. She need only fight a little more. I heard the snap before she realized it and I readied myself. When Zarin got her hand free, she force pushed me right into the wall. I growled as if in fury and surged to my feet. I only withdrew one of my lightsabers. She called hers that I had left on the table in the room. I knew I'd pissed her off because she didn't even bother asking me to surrender. She just attacked. She did love that man. Interesting. I had no time to be happy for her, though. I had to lose without looking like it. I did not put all my strength into the battle. 
and moments later I made a critical mistake, let her disarm me, and knock me to the ground. Scourge could not have timed it better, because at that moment alarms started going off. I looked up at her and smirked. If you mean to save your friends, I suggest you go. Now. Zarin looked torn, and I wondered briefly if she'd give in to the anger I felt radiating off of her and kill me. At that moment, Doc touched her arm and said something to her. His voice seemed to snap my sister out of it. I could feel it. We will meet again, Seth. Count on it. She struck me in the temple, robbing me of consciousness. I knew, though, that she would escape, and that was all that mattered. I was in the Emperor's throne room on one knee before him. Lord Scourge stood behind me, watching. The Jedi escaped? One of them, yes. Then you have failed. I said nothing. He was suddenly in front of me, his hand around my throat. Lightning erupted from underneath his palm, arcing and slicing and burning into my skin. I screamed in pain. There was no alternative. Lord Scourge intervened on my behalf, saving my life. He convinced the Emperor I could still be useful, at least to Lord Scourge, and in tracking and killing the Jedi to make up for my mistake. In the hangar bay, Scourge reminded me that when the time came, I would only have one chance, and that I would need Zarin's help. I nodded and immediately winced. A bandage was now wrapped around my throat. It would leave a horrible line of scars, and so much damage had been done to the nerve endings that a daily dose of Colto would help minimize the constant pain. It was that moment, I think, that was the beginning of the end. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Legacy. Please remember to subscribe, drop us a review, and share the story with your friends. Join us Tuesday evenings at 7 Eastern, 6 Central for the Legacy After Show, where Crystal talks with the cast from each episode. Episode 4 features voice performances by Crystal Storm, Alex Ahmed, Adam Corman, Bunbarian, Tara, Ensville Games, and Race Decanus. Special thanks to sound engineer Hannah Cardiac for her work on this episode. Legacy's theme song is composed by Daniel Cherlitza, titled Star Wars Dark Side Themes Reimagined. Additional amazing music tracks contributed to this episode. Please read the description for full credits and links to each track. Legacy is a work of fan fiction created inside the Star Wars The Old Republic universe. It is written, directed, and produced by Crystal Storm. The Daklin family are original characters created by Crystal. A big thank you to BioWare, LucasArts, and Disney for providing such a rich world to create in.